I'm Frank, and I'm not a big fan of BJ's Wholesale Club super low gas prices. I don't trust things that low. Started in 92. Big office Christmas party. Come on, join the limbo line. Now I see a chiropractor. So, no, BJ's. I don't want super low gas prices. Okay, then. But if you'd like super low gas prices and a $40 digital BJ's gift card, join the new BJ's Wholesale Club. Opening soon in New Albany. Visit BJ's.com slash New Albany or the BJ's Membership Center on North Hamilton Road. Limited time offer, new members only. Donica Strange Riscano, author, speaker, and community leader, comes to you today with Recapture, the weekly program that gives a biblical perspective on living a Christ-centered life as you walk through your recovery journey. Our focus is providing healing for the family with love, knowledge, forgiveness, and information. Welcome, welcome. Thank you again for tuning in for another broadcast of Recapture. Today is going to be a very fun show. I'm super excited. We have a special guest today. But before we go ahead and jump in and introduce our guest here, let's do a quick recap of last week where we discussed boundaries and um, also codependency. But let's do a little recap. How are you doing this morning, Mom? Hey, Essence. Yes, we're going to do a recap on what we talked about last week. We've been sharing our mom's story of recovery. We've talked about forgiveness. And we also talked about in terms of having forgiveness, there's also a need at times to have and set boundaries. We talked about what boundaries are and what can hinder someone from having boundaries. Boundaries is a clear set parameter. It's a clear line, a divide. It's something I would equate to having a property value. You know exactly where your property starts and someone else's, your ends and their starts. So that's kind of what a boundary is. But why would someone have a hard time with boundaries? And we talked about being codependent and we gave the definition of what codependency is and how the word itself has evolved over time. And so if you want to get more information about boundaries and codependency and how there is healing in your life for those issues, listen to our podcast. Our podcast is available on Apple. It's on the Salem Media Network as well. And just go back and listen and get all the information if you were not able to tune in to the broadcast on last week. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And so just thinking about boundaries, I incorporate everything in life and connect everything all together. I have no idea why it's like that full circle thing, I guess. But when you even think about boundaries and doing anything in life, you have to have a boundary for your personal, for your business, for your family. And um, today we're going to we're going to have someone on our show, Miss uh, Pat, Pastor Quarter here with us today. And she's going to give us some information about herself and what she does in the recovery um and recovery spear. How are you doing this morning, Pastor Quarter? I'm doing so good. Thank you for having me, ladies. How exciting. Yes, ma'am. Well, we really appreciate you joining us this morning. And just before we get, get deep into a little bit more about you, I just want to read a little bit of your bio this morning for our listeners so they can get a little bit better acquainted with you and you can dive a little deeper into it uh, later in the program. Okay. Okay. 
Cynthia Harris Corder fell in love with Jesus in her late 20s after being gloriously delivered from a life of addiction and trauma. After Bible school, God called her into full-time ministry where she was ordained and trained by pastors Larry and Tiz Huck. Years of being in the trenches with addicts who were transformed has established confidence deep within her that who the sun sets free is free indeed. Her lifelong passion is to see people helped through her personal testimony of hope. Cynthia is known for her practical rubber meets the road approach of teaching God's word and equipping people from all walks of life to reach their full potential. She says her life experience unashamedly and will have you laughing, crying, or both. Her raw message of hope is reaching thousands in churches, jails, and prisons as she travels and speaks regularly wherever the door is open. It was an incredible honor for her to serve alongside retired Houston oiler Mike Barber as women's chaplains of Harris County Jail in Houston, Texas from 2012 to 2015. This season inspired her to found recoverychick.com, an authentic online community of Christ-centered addiction recovery, bridging the gap between Christianity and traditional 12-step meeting. In 2018, she opened a 10-bed discipleship home named after her late mother, Judy's House. This is a home where women learn how to be free in the world without drugs in their bodies. She is an avid fitness buff and certified personal trainer. She's also a Texas realtor. Born and raised in Portland, Oregon, she now lives on Galveston Island, Texas with the love of her life her husband Anthony that is so awesome Uh, that is Pastor Quarter in a nutshell but let's unpack some of that a little bit more and um, get get a little bit more into who you are Um, I I kind of want to touch first and you can expand on it however you would like um, how you got started as the recovery chick Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, you guys, again, for having me. And you can call me Cynthia. You can call me Pastor Cynthia if you want. But um, I am a recovery chick, like in my bio here. Uh, It was really, it started at the end of something. You know, at the Harris County Jail when I was a chaplain there, I got my pink slip one day. <laughs> and it was a rough day. You know, there not just myself, but our whole cha- chaplaincy department uh, got let go. And, you know, I had never been, uh, ever been out of work since I was radically saved and set free uh, in a jail cell in Portland, Oregon, mm-hmm. uh, in a uh, 2000. So I like to say it like this. I walked in a dope fiend, but I walked out a hope fiend. All right. And my life has never been the same. So really, my starts are actually the end of something in my life. So um, so my started 2000 in that jail cell. It was the end of that the roaring 20s, I like to call it. Like right. I was out of my mind serving the enemy. And then when I got radically saved, it was on. I was so in love with Jesus and what the courts couldn't do, what what my family's love couldn't do, what my best efforts couldn't do, what mm-hmm. money couldn't do. 
God did. Amen. While I was locked up in an 8 by 10 cement box. And that's the miracle working power of God. Amen. That is so, so powerful that it made me it made me emotional just just hearing you share just that piece of your story um and i think it's so interesting when you're transitioning in life and one door is closing and sometimes you don't see all the way the thing you're walking into and the beauty in transition sometimes when you said that um, God was closing one door and opening another door, I'm just going to segue to a new opening in your life. You opened Judy's house in 2018. Um, could you tell us um, why you chose a sober living home? But before that, I want you to tell me about your mom. Oh, yes. So Judy was my mom. She Um, I have two moms, but she's the mom that raised me. I had a mom in active addiction who lost me and uh, my sister when when she was before she got into recovery. Good news is, is that my birth mom is in recovery. She has a decade clean. We have a great relationship, which is beautiful. Now, Judy was the one who stepped in and took care of uh, me and my my sister. We were adopted together and she never. You're talking about boundaries. She was a woman who had boundaries with me. She loved me, and I was very clear about that, but she didn't love my lifestyle, and she wouldn't let me play any of those games. So I always felt that love at a distance. And um, in uh, 2017, she got a diagnosis, just a quick diagnosis of cancer, and uh, she went home to be with the Lord shortly after she found out. And so w- with her legacies, I was you know, doing this natural progression of the ministry after losing after stepping away from the chaplaincy job i knew i wanted to i wanted to hear her name every day you know i wanted to hear her name i wanted to talk about it and and that's really what has happened i i talk about judy a lot several times a day and it just warms my heart i want i have i want her name to be alive and i want people to 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 know that there's hope behind her name I understand. Yes, you do. You get it. Yes, ma'am. And so then just tell us about why you chose a sober living house. Yes. Well, I saw a, a gap. Being a chaplain at the Harris County Jail, I was I was doing a lot of service, and I developed a program called Women of Purpose while I was working there. And these women would get on fire. Obviously, they're clean while they're locked up. But they, not just clean, they had purpose, they had the word in them, they had tools to use, they had absolutely everything that they needed, new minds, renewed spirits, right? And they would get out and I would see them next week, come right through the jail turnstile again. And I said, what is going on? Well, I had to go back home. I had to go back home. It was a huge missing piece. So um, you say sober living, but I like to add discipleship home okay. because we're not just a sober living where you can come and transition. We are a place where they get a lot of care. We provide uh, different avenues of care at Judy's house, and we can talk about that. But some of that is, you know, obviously based in the word. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I, I've had that conversation with several individuals um, who get into a life of crime and um, because I know people personally who've gone to jail felonies Mm -hmm. and came out and turned their life around um, somehow 
pursued college and now have very successful careers. And I think in what I have always said is that support system when you don't have to go back to the life you were already living, the environment you were already in, because in addiction, going back to those same places, those are triggers. And it's just Absolutely. so easy to fall back into those same patterns. So you definitely definitely identify the missing piece and a key to the puzzle to getting people to stay on their journey and remain remaining committed. Absolutely. Uh, so um I I do want to talk to you about you're you're in ministry, mm-hmm. you're a businesswoman. Yeah. Uh yes, you you wear so many hats, personal <laughs> trainer, right. a realtor. I'm like, what? I wanna do all those things too and I can barely hold down a part time job and, and go and take three classes at a community college. <laughs> well how do you have balance with yeah. everything that you have going on? Right. Well, you know, uh I don't do all of those at the same time and you know, essence this'll encourage you as you get older, we can we can develop re reinvent ourselves in different seasons of our life and the previous season always builds on the next season. You know, so we're, 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 we have these full lives. And so with um, the ending of the, of the chaplaincy, I had a lot of time on my hands. And for the first time in my, really in my working life, I was like, Cynthia, what do you want to do? Mm. What, what, you know, turns your crank? What would inspire you right now? And that's where the fitness came in because I let my fitness go. So is there balance all the time? Sometimes there's there's moments of grind where you've got to grind it out in one area and and then you have to step away. You know, like when you're raising small children, you they are priority and the other things have their time at a later date. Right. You know, even summer to to fall, right, you know, right, different right. priorities. So that's really the balance is you have to assess your situation and see what is what is going on. So um yeah, so in that time, um, in the time of um, rediscovering myself, I did a lot of journaling, and I did prayer, and I was seeking the Lord, and did some inner healing work to really figure out what is making me tick, instead of just showing up and making somebody else's ministry happen. Wow. Because we either live our dreams or somebody will hire us to help them achieve theirs. And that was a huge leap of faith because it's it's challenging to not have that solid yes. um, uh, income as an entrepreneur. You know this. Right. You know, but it's 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 an it's it's a journey, it's an adventure, and it has amazing dividends financially and personally you are on fire (laughs) i'm loving everything you're saying right now so good well you talked about balance as one of the elements and um having your uh family and running a business what other elements do you use uh to make your make everything happen that you have going on yeah what elements that's a great question thank you um you know this isn't a one-man show over here and this is a ministry and i learned early in recovery before i was a chaplain you know i was on staff uh as a pastor with pastor larry and tiz huck for 12 years and you know i was out of the 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 um 
the scene that I came out of. You right. know, the reason why I'm the recovery chick is because I was a meth addict for 15 years out there on the streets doing whatever that drug told me to do. And then I was in the body of Christ for just as many years, so I was transformed, right? And now um, the I, the balance of bringing those two things together and utilizing them for the next leg of my journey. So the skills I got is working in the church. I, I have a team. I I delegate. I I have these homes, but I certainly am not there every single day. You know, and I give out people an opportunity to fulfill their ministry, their passion, their desires. How do I do that? Do you do you definitely would you say that your time um in in your roaring twenties as you said, right. does that help you um, have an additional perspective for the people who are on their recovery journey and you know have you having better insight of what they may be going through how do you feel how do you feel that that benefits your ministry oh a hundred percent as people that doesn't disqualify me right it qualifies me and uh the first thing that i do is share my story and it, it gives me credibility that women aren't just hearing from somebody who learned it in a book, although there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But I, I know the pain of wanting to stop, but don't knowing how. I wanted to stop every single day. And so I have that compassion and I understand. And that is actually how I develop the ministry and uh, to fill a need that I knew oh so, so personally in my own life. Right. You know? We are so excited to have you here, Pastor Quarter, Pastor Cindy. <laughs> right. We're, we're going to get it straight. And so one thing, I, I kind of want to jump to who you are and sharing your story uh, because you meet people and you have an impact on their lives. And that's mm-hmm. how we came across knowing who you are. On this weekend, on Sunday, we get to celebrate you for your work at one hundred percent, I get it. I understand. You probably, like, oh, that's not why I do it. I know you don't. I, I, you're right. not doing it for accolades or anything. This is God's words. This is the ministry that He has given you through your life experience. Yeah. And the awesome thing is, I always say this: you said yes yeah. to the mission and the message that God has for you to share in the community. But I just want to publicly say. Thank you for saying yes to the Patricia Ann Strange Diamond Celebration and being a part of the message of sharing recovery. We tell our mother's story of recovery from addiction, from drugs and alcohol. We share our story as having a parent in addiction. But it's also important to know that there is other people carrying the mantle that's out there in the trenches. And your bio says, unashamedly sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. And our role at the Patricia Ann Strange Diamond Celebration. Mm. Drop a tear. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) It's to say thank you. Thank you. Because I know that those ladies, you get so many people. But, you know, and the Bible talks about the ten and only one came back and Jesus was like, where are the other nine? There, there are going to be so many women that are going to go out and come through your home and go out and live ministry and 
you may not hear from them again, but they're one that comes back. And we always tell the story of how my mama was in a facility, in a facility where she is, where she was in 1996, it's closed, finances, whatever. But we are celebrating the programs that are still doing the ministry of God. And so we get to use our platform to say thank you. Thank you, thank you. We celebrate you on Sunday, a virtual event on my Facebook page. My Facebook page is Donica the Author, D-O-N-I-C-A-T-H-E-E-A-U-T-H-O-R, Donica the Author. So, sit, okay, everybody, send me a friend request and come and celebrate because September is National Recovery Month. We're winding it down for this month, but we're celebrating uh, Pastor Cynthia, we're also celebrating two wonderful women for their long-term recovery, for their service in the community, Miss Joyce Martin and Cynthia Grant Hayden. Look at God. We get to speak their names into the atmosphere, that people that their lives are changed, and God did the work. You said that. You said it yourself. God did the work, Cynthia, and it's not about, not about, not to brag, not, not for our own self-aggrandizement. It's the work of God. It was the power of the Holy Spirit that that came into the lives of two hood girls, me and my twin sister, that we were Christians at teenagers and we never had any animosity or anger or any of those things towards our mom. And it was only because of the grace of God. And I want to ask you something. I want you to tell everyone how, in the listening audience, how people can get in touch with you. Sure. Uh, thank you so much for that that gratitude and just saying yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You guys, you you two, the three of you um, are beautiful and amazing. Uh, you can connect with me on, at, at recoverychick.com. That's my website. has my story and all kinds of resources on there. Also, Instagram and Facebook, uh, The Recovery Chick. And, okay, ma'am, what about your Texas realtor? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah my, whole, my whole chick brand, right? Okay. And listen, if I did it, anybody can do it, you know, because I have, I have a, a past, but the state of Texas recognized me as worthy of having a Texas real estate license. So our past do not define us. Mm. Our past does not define us. It qualifies us. And so my real estate website is cynthiacorder.com and instagram tx property chick <laughs> awesome and are you still active in the personal training sphere or no recovery chick fitness <laughs> <laughs> there we go. i love the branding across the board that is perfect <laughs> did you see me pull in they just saw me pull in the in yes. the driveway and my license, was, yeah. my license plate yeah. is a hot pink chicks <laughs> and I, I was like oh that's her I, I knew it but that's how your branding should be so you are a very smart woman uh, pastor cynthia oh you guys are so all for the honor and glory of god that's right that's right Awesome. This has been a awesome, awesome, awesome broadcast. I know I say awesome a lot, but I like am really super excited about everything that we're doing. I'm super excited to be working alongside my mom. I'm super excited to connect with great people working within uh, ministry who are serving God, who are doing the things that need to be done. Um, and that's just that's just the tr- truth about it. It may sound canned and generic but that's really what it is that's how my mom raised me Um, and I get fired up and excited about these things Um, so as we close out here we do close out every broadcast with tips for the journey 
and Pastor Cynthia. She dropped uh, so many nuggets. What are, what are they called it? I've heard gems, jewels, so much impact in just a short amount of time, just sharing her story and her journey and where she's transitioned from and everything. Um, so one thing that she said in regards to life in general is having balance having that balance between the personal and your business and your family and that you don't always have to do everything at one time. As I said on a previous broadcast, there are elements and levels to recovery journey. Take it one step at a time. And you're going to add on and add on and build on top of it. Don't feel the need to swallow everything whole. Then she also said that she has a team to delegate tasks. She's not trying to bear the load herself. Sometimes you can't do it all by yourself. Like I said previously on the broadcast, you may not always have all the information yourself, but it's okay to reach out to other people and use their resources and how they can connect with you. Another thing she said is to live your dreams or you'll get paid to help someone else live theirs. And the final thing that nailed it all the way in is that God can do something for you that nothing or no one else can. Not the love of your family, not money, not life, not environment. God can do those things for you. I want to close with the scripture that's in Pastor Cynthia's bio, Mark 8 and 36. He who the Son has made free is free indeed. Go and live your life for Jesus Christ. Until next time. Thank you for joining us on this week's broadcast. My prayer is that you continue to grow, find peace, forgiveness, knowledge, and information. To learn more or connect with us, visit our website at the PSDiamondCelebration.com. Until next time.